Hey everyone, this is Austin Schur here with We Write About Music, and today I'm thrilled to be speaking with Temples. Right now we're backstage at their show at the Terragram Ballroom. They're fresh off a new record called Exotico, and I'm super excited to talk to them all about it. Guys, I want to thank you so much for being here. How's your day been so far? Lovely, yeah. Seen a bit of LA, and yeah, beautiful. Pretty good. It's, yeah, it's been a pretty good day. Thanks yeah. for having us. Yeah. yeah, very welcome. Thank you for being here. But I guess I'm here because this is your room. Um, so this is the last day of your tour. Is that correct? That's true, yes. I guess I could save it for the end or we could just knock it out right now. How has tour been? What has stuck out to you? What's been going on? It's been a success in many ways, I'd say. Um, we've had a great time. Yeah, been making the most of it. So nice to be back over here. There was a point when I think we all thought maybe we wouldn't make it back over here after all, you know, the pandemic and everything, and it's difficult to tour. And so we're just happy to be here, you know. Very cool. Yeah, great and great audiences. Like, um, yeah, I think as well, coming back after such a long time, you, you it's very easy to assume that like everybody's moved on and they're, they're listening to something else now. Um, and like we've just had so many like new fans at the gigs, which is nice, which is amazing. Um, and like a mosh pit every gig, so yeah. it's almost like that's the least surprising heavy. thing to be yeah. honest. But I mean, your music is primed for it. Although I feel like touring with Post Animal, you probably see that mosh first, and then it yeah. carries over into the next. Uh, yeah, it's, next we've got set. them to thank for that. So. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 yeah great, great band to support. Yeah, it's, it's lucky. Absolutely. Um, so to really start here, I've listened to this record probably 10 times at this point over the last couple months. And it's such a step forward in your sound while also holding all those special little characteristics that make your music you. Um, how do you go about creating a cohesion within those songs to really create the album experience? I don't know. It just sort of happens, doesn't it? I think um, you almost have like a little bit of a, yeah, like a, there's a blueprint to whatever you do as songwriters, as, yeah. as individual songwriters, but as you know, songwriters within you know temples. And I think um, you can stray away from that, but you can't help but sort of have the core there. Sure. Um, and I think a lot of it comes down to the the melody and the importance of rhythm, and that's always been you know our thing. Yeah. Um, and I think this record, working with Sean, um, we got to explore maybe different avenues with songs. But um, like I just said, there's that core thing that, you know, if you recorded it with an acoustic guitar and a vocal with some reverb on it, it would, it just sounds like a temple song. Um, nice. And so, yeah, it's kind of- <laughs> That's what it's all about. It's, it's on purpose, but at the same time, we don't really, we don't sit there going, oh, we've got to make this sound more like temples. Yeah. It just, it just- I understand. It, is, it happens. Yeah. And that's, no, that's a great answer. Mm. Um, obviously a consistent standout in your guys' music overall has to be the production. Like when you listen on a nice pair of headphones, every nook and cranny is filled with this grand, grandiose sound and it's truly such a beautiful thing. Anyone that listens on their, you know, laptop speakers or their iPhone speakers is, they're missing out. Um, this record is different though because you guys brought on Sean Lennon to help produce. Mm. What did that look like behind the scenes and uh, are there any cool stories? Tell me about uh, too many cool stories yeah. to go through in uh, in a short interview, but um, yeah, I mean we we did pre-production, so we'd sort of got the songs to where we were relatively happy with them, 
and then um, we were waiting until like lockdowns were lifted so that we could go over and actually to Sean's studio. Um, but his process, process, South American process, <laughs> his process. Um, yeah, his process is kind of um, well, it's different to how we do things. But like we fell into that very quickly, mm. didn't we? Um, and um, I mean, the first day, what did we do? We did head in the clouds. Was it? Yeah, I think it was. Mm. On the first day, a whole new song got written out of an ending of a song. Okay. Um, so that was exciting, you know. Um, yeah, he was. He played the producer role well, but he was also like the fifth member of the band That's for awesome. the twelve days we were there. Nice. Um, yeah, so he was quite involved with a little bit of writing here and there, and then nice. yeah, these sort of interstitial things like the added tracks in between were a lot of his um well he came up sort of said we, maybe we should do some of these mm-hmm. i don't know if we would have done them without his input yeah yeah, yeah he was great it was a pleasure to work with yeah yeah i think making music can be such an insular thing that sometimes having that outside person with their own expertise mm. can help you think outside the box mm. and that's why i think this record sort of does expand on what you've created already but it still has that like central feeling to it yeah um, yeah which yeah. i mean yeah production also dave friedman helped mix this record mm-hmm. and he is a living legend he's he been is. a part of so many incredible records mm-hmm. how did that happen um were you in the room for it like what what happened well sadly we weren't in the room with him but um you know with modern technology you can you can be in your own studio with your own monitors and he can be playing back his mix real time whilst yeah. on a video call. So yes. in many ways, I'd say that's kind of even better because you know your own speakers, yeah. you know, um, you, know, you know your own monitoring setup in your own room. But um, Sean is good friends with him. And um, I think that whole thing started when we did uh, Paraphernalia, which was yeah. the first song that we'd, we'd ever done with um, another producer. And that was in 2020. And um, Sean said, you know, I was thinking, you know, maybe like Dave Frid- Fridman can mix it. And I think we were all like, what well, we, well, we can do that. Like, really? Yeah, he yeah. Was just do that. Right, right, he, right. right. sure what he wants to do it. Yeah. Um, and so that was, you know, little did we know that we do a record mm-hmm. with um, Sean and, and Dave. Yeah. But Dave's, um, I mean, arguably, like what we've been doing um, and, you know, certainly since the first record is trying to produce records um that that have a certain they have a character to them absolutely that, you know and so in many ways we've probably been subconsciously ripping off Fridman's style in Ooh. what we do already with like distorting drums and all this stuff because he was kind of a pioneer of that yeah story. i suppose um, so it's nice to actually get to the the actual person yeah, <laughs> you like, know. hey just in case you've heard any of our music before i'm yeah. sorry like you can, really, yeah. uh, you can really hear that on crystal hall yeah, yeah. like when we did that on online with him, it was like, yeah, he was really cranking the drug, like just thought oh, yeah. it that was brilliant. It was like, yeah. is this too far? And it's like, oh, I don't know, maybe let's try a bit more. And like, I think yeah. we did get him to dial it back. Maybe. Sure, yeah. sure. Um, he's so lovely as well, isn't he? Yeah, he's so, yeah. so great. Um, nice. Yeah. Um, I think the cool thing about our website is that we're, we don't hold ourselves to one genre of mm. reviewing and interviews. It's all genres, all everything. And I think there might be a lot of people that are listening to you for the first time because of this. Are there a handful of songs on this record that you would recommend they check out to really get the full Temple's feel? I mean, all of it, really, obviously. Obviously, click the play button. um, (laughs) I think every album has its 
its sort of core thing. It has its sort of um, foundations. And um, I mean, definitely a track that uh, really, really helps sort of uh, reinvent some of the songs would have been the the title track, um, which we didn't want to be the title track. We wanted to find an album name that wasn't the name of a song. <laughs> but um, I remember like we hit on something on that track and that's quite different because the drums are like way more sort of like breakbeat hip hop, but there's some sort of luxury holiday destination um, thing going on in that song. And I feel like on some of the other songs that came before it, we maybe treated those songs with a new perspective with like a different concept. um, Once we had the album concept. Yeah. yeah. It was definitely a turning point, wasn't it? That song. Definitely. You let it go after that. Um, and yeah, I think it does encapsulate the record. Mm. That one song, just yeah, that's awesome. But I think yeah, like the the singles are you know singles for a reason because they're like you know giving you some like amped up version of what's yeah. going on in the record. But like you know tracks like Slow Days. I mean, this is the first sort of time in America we've played any of the tracks from this record. But Slow Days has been like it's felt like really at home on American soil. That's awesome. um, like. Mm-hmm. I don't know why, but it just has mm. that sort of, especially like West Coast yeah, vibe yeah. to it. Mm. Um, and so that's definitely one for, um, that's definitely one for everyone to check out that, nice. that isn't, you know, a single yet. Mm. Cool. Mm. Yeah. Um, not to blow up your egos too much, yeah. but sincerely, you're one of my favorite rock groups of all time. Like the well, music that you yeah. make is just, it really like touches me in a way and it like makes me think, who are some groups that you guys look up to? Um, in like the sense of being touched in that way yeah not even influenced or inspired just people that you're like wow like they're really doing the thing um the kinks yeah i know they're not modern but But, oh it doesn't need to be some of dave davis's songs really really get me Mm -hmm. and some of of rays as well but dave's somehow he's he really sort of Gets it right there, which is a, yes. It it does have that. There's something, yeah, yeah. Um, Scott Walker is an yeah. ongoing obsession. Um, I'm still not bored of everything he's done. Um, in in the sixties and seventies. Um, yeah, like just those sort of string arrangements. They there's something in that. Um, as well, where I think like we we did a bit of that on this record, where where we have string arrangements. Um, but like. Those records just amazing and, amazing. and his tone of voice, um, and also just Sinatra. I've been going back and finding mm. weird Sinatra stuff, and like, um, <laughs> cool, yeah, like, um, that Watertown album is brilliant. Um, yeah, something like that. New. The World We Knew that's that's an amazing mm. song as well. Um, I think Todd Rundgren for me is also nice. um, also like how he's making music and producing it himself and all yeah. that, it's really inspiring. Very cool. His sounds he created back in the days. Yeah. Next level. Some of it is timeless. All those artists are timeless. You yeah. can listen to them at any yeah. point. It's like this could be released today and it just feels just as special. Yeah. Love that mm-hmm. thing. Oh, they set the base for the future. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, I feel like as a musician and an artist, you're never you never stop learning, whether it comes mm-hmm. to production or songwriting or just like any facet of making music. Are there some things that you took from recording the last albums? that you took to recording this album? 
Yeah, well, I think there always is. Um, there's there's two ways of looking at it because sometimes you can sort of try and forget what you did on the last thing so that you don't repeat yourself, or you can look at it a little bit more like, um, well, I feel like we've done this, so if we're going to do something that's like this, we've got to reimagine it. But the funny thing is, you don't really listen to your record. Like, I don't, I can't remember really what Hot Motion sounds like. I know it sounds like live. Yeah, but, of course. Um, but I think there's. There's a, there's a thing that everyone falls into where like sometimes simplicity, you feel like it's boring, so then you overcomplicate. And then sometimes um, what's really important is just to get something across in a direct way. Yeah. Um, and that's where production's amazing because, you know, I mean, once I'll just say Exotico as an example. It's really, really simple. Mm. Like it's like two chords, basically, <laughs> at the core of the song. Now, if you sat there in the studio said, I've got this idea for a new song and it goes, you know, G, C, whatever. Mm. I don't know whether it's in that key. Yeah. Um, and that's, and you just sang that by itself without all of the, the, um, the production and all the sort of sound design going on. You'd probably be like, mm, not sure about that. It's yeah. a bit boring, you know. Um, mm -hmm. But I think there's something great about restraining yourself um, to like something. Um, and you know, I think it, like, on time is a light as well. Like in the verses, you're you're pedaling on one note, right? Mm, but you're cool, you're yeah. saying so much by having something that's simplistic. Yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, I think we're always learning, aren't we? Absolutely. Um, yeah. Very cool. That's what keeps it interesting. Of mm. course. Um, speaking on the lyric side of things, are there any specific songs on this record that hold a special meaning to you? I think for all of us, probably differently. Yeah, because. Yeah. Of, Obviously, we all write different parts. Um, some of them are collaborative, and some of them are, um, you know, we've just sat there slaving away at home and doing sure. it. But for me, fading actor is something I'm proud of, as a, like lyrically. And I, I, I'm never proud of my own lyrics; it's my weakest point. So, um, but yeah, that one feels <laughs> like I knew exactly the story that was trying to be told. It was awesome. there's nothing, um, well, there's metaphors, but it feels like the purpose of telling the story not just to be clever with words you know? mm. right and um, 